I'm gonna go ask directions to our next huge embarrassing failure. Never underestimate your opponent. Leave us exit stage left. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today we're talking about food again. I love talking about food, mostly because I love eating. I love good food. I also love bad food. I eat all kinds of bad food. And by bad food, I mean food that's not only bad for me, but is not necessarily considered the best of food. Like hot dogs are kind of a basic food. They're not particularly good for you, and there aren't really any gourmet hot dogs. But I love a good hot dog. Hot dog on a grill, some golden spicy brown mustard, maybe some grilled onions, or maybe some relish, depending on your mood. That's not a gourmet meal in anybody's book, but boy, is that some good eating. But I'm not talking about hot dogs today, not talking about burgers, not talking about the barbecue. Today, we're talking about breakfast. I've talked about breakfast some in the past. I love breakfast. Breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. I've had breakfast for dinner many, many times. I love breakfast food. From pancakes to eggs, from cereal to muffins, from bagels to toast, whatever it is, I love breakfast food. So I wanted to talk about breakfast food today, and I'm going to give you my top 10 breakfast foods, at least as the list stands today. Like so many things, and like so many lists, the list will change tomorrow. The mood will change. I'll decide, you know, oatmeal should be in the top 10, but I'm going to give you my top 10 breakfast foods at the end. But before we get there, I wanted to talk about breakfast just in general. I've talked in the past about how when I was a kid, the only thing we had for breakfast was cereal. My mom was not a big breakfast maker, partly because my mom was not a big get-up-first-thing-in-the-morning person. I mean, she got up to make sure we got out the door for school, but she didn't get up like Donna Reed on the old Donna Reed show or Mrs. Cleaver on Leave it to Beaver. She didn't get up to make a full-blown breakfast for anybody, not when I was growing up. I mean, my dad left the house by 7 a.m. anyway. So in order to get up to have my dad have a full breakfast, she would have had to be up by 6, and that wasn't happening. But I remember us kids, we were up by 7, 7.15, and Mom would make sure that we got out the door in time for the school bus, but she was not getting up at 7, 7.15 to make us breakfast. That just wasn't a thing. So during my grade school, elementary school years, my breakfast was cold cereal. When my mom discovered that she could make oatmeal in the crock pot, We would sometimes have hot cereal for breakfast, but we were on our own as far as serving ourselves. Yeah, you can make oatmeal in the crock pot overnight if you put the fixings for oatmeal. You know, a couple cups of water, a couple cups of oatmeal, whatever the proportions are. It's been so many years I don't remember. But yeah, if you follow the recipe for making oatmeal on the stove, but put everything in the crock pot and cook it on low overnight, you can have hot oatmeal first thing in the morning. And that's what we did. Not often, because we didn't all like oatmeal all the time. And once April rolled around, you didn't really want hot oatmeal in the morning. Hot oatmeal is a winter food. You don't usually eat hot oatmeal in April or May or June. At least, I don't. But that was as close as we got to a hot breakfast when I was a kid. The hot oatmeal in the crock pot that mom set up the night before. Otherwise, it was cold cereal. And the cold cereal was whatever we had in the house that was on sale that week. Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes, whatever. We didn't really do toast. We didn't really do bagels. We didn't really do muffins. We did cereal. That was it. Now, when I got older, I started doing a variety of different things for my breakfast. This started happening in high school when I was going through my weight loss phase. I've talked about that, and if you don't remember, you can check out the Fat Kid episode back from Season 1. I was a real heavy kid, and by the time I got to my high school years, I realized I was the fat kid. 
And so I changed my diet myself. And so what I did, because I was baking, I started baking muffins. I didn't bake the oversized muffins that you get at your supermarket now. I baked small muffins. And my mom bought yogurt at the store at my request. So what I would have for breakfast during the week, instead of a bowl of cereal, I'd have one of these small muffins that I made and one of the small containers of yogurt. And that became my breakfast. Because I was aware of the calories in the yogurt. I was aware of how big the muffins were. So I was able to cut back on my calories by cutting back on what I was eating. Because when I was a kid, when I was younger, I wouldn't eat just one bowl of cereal. I'd have two big bowls of cereal. Because it was good. It was sweet. Delicious. Nothing like two big bowls of Cap'n Crunch to get your day going. But in high school, I realized, eh, probably not the wisest choice health-wise or weight-wise. So I cut back and I'd have one little muffin and one little thing of yogurt. And it satisfied me. It was enough. It wasn't until I went away to college that I discovered the joys of hot breakfast. Now, don't get me wrong. My mom made scrambled eggs. My mom made toast. We had English muffins. And on the weekends, we'd occasionally have some scrambled eggs. We'd occasionally have toast. But they were never a big thing. They were never a big focus. We never had sit-down breakfasts. We always had sit-down dinners. We never had a sit-down lunch where the whole family gathered together. And we never had a sit-down breakfast. We all got up at different times. We were all running around on different schedules. The only sit-down meal we had was dinner. So we were on our own as far as the other meals were concerned. But when I went away to college, I realized that a lot of people had sit-down breakfasts. And they had scrambled eggs. They had bacon. They had sausage. My first hint of that was when my dad and I drove out to the college that I was going to in Bowling Green, Ohio. We took the trip in two days. We stayed overnight at a Holiday Inn that had a breakfast buffet, and we got up early enough to go down to the breakfast buffet before we continued our trip. And I've talked about this breakfast buffet before because it made such an impact on me. As I mentioned, I had scrambled eggs in my life. I had sausage. I had bacon. My grandmother made bacon. My mom occasionally made bacon. So I was familiar with the foods. It's just not something that I had very often. So when we discovered this breakfast buffet, oh my God, it was trays of scrambled eggs, trays of bacon, trays of breakfast sausage, trays of hash browns, and you could have as much as you wanted. So when I discovered the trays of food, when I discovered how much there was to eat and how good it tasted, oh man, I was in my glory. And it was after that that I started noticing things like Denny's or Frisch's Big Boy or Bob Evans, where you could go order breakfast. That's when I realized that the cafeterias opened up at the college that I went to for breakfast. And you could go get things like pancakes, waffles, French toast. And that's when I discovered how much I loved that stuff. That stuff was great. Boy, oh boy, some scrambled eggs, some toast, some hash browns. What a great breakfast that was. And for someone who'd never had it, it was like a revelation. I loved the variety of things that you could find over at the cafeteria. Some days you'd have just scrambled eggs and toast. Some days you could get a cheese omelet. You never knew. It was like Forrest Gump. I also discovered other breakfast foods over the years. I would sometimes travel to the South. And when I traveled to the South, I discovered something they had for breakfast that I'd never heard of before. Biscuits and gravy. And I was stunned because I knew what biscuits were, of course. My mom made biscuits for dinner. My mom also made biscuits for strawberry shortcake. She had this great recipe for biscuits and she made a great biscuit. It's only recently that I've been able to make my own great biscuits, but it took years for me to get that right. But my mom made some great biscuits, but I only had them for dinner or dessert. When I discovered that you could get biscuits and gravy as a side to your eggs, oh man, what a discovery. And it was sausage gravy, which I happen to love. A nice breakfast sausage gravy on a fresh baked biscuit. Oh man, that's some good eating. 
But I didn't discover any of these, let's call them hot meals, for breakfast until I went away to school. And then I also discovered the wide variety of things you could do with breakfast food. For instance, pancakes were pancakes. You know, it was just some batter you put on the griddle, you fried up pancakes. But there was this specialty restaurant that was a branch of the cafeteria at my university. It was called the Strawberry Patch, and they specialized in breakfasts, and they only opened on the weekends. They had a couple of varieties of pancakes that just boggled my mind, because my exposure to pancakes was limited. Pancakes, when I grew up, the half dozen times we may have had them in my life, you put butter on them and maple syrup. And not the real maple syrup from Vermont, but Log Cabin or Vermont Made or one of the commercial brands that's mostly sugar with some maple flavoring in there. Real maple syrup has a totally different taste than Log Cabin. But we didn't have that. We would have pancakes with butter and maple syrup. But when I went to the Strawberry Patch, and I don't even know if it still exists, I should go look that up, but they would serve pancakes. They had a granola pancake, which blew my mind for a number of reasons. It was a pancake with granola in it. I'd never heard of such a thing. I mean, I liked granola. I'd had granola bars, but I'd never had granola in a pancake. It was so good. It was so different because you have the pancake batter and you fry your pancake up the way you always do, except you're toasting the granola as you do it. And then you put butter on that, maple syrup on that. Wow, what a breakfast that was. Oh, and so filling too. Between the pancake and the granola and the maple syrup, that filled you right up. They also had a peach pancake. Again, something I'd never heard of. A peach pancake? They didn't serve it with maple syrup. You could have maple syrup with it if you wanted. But the way they served it, it was a pancake with a peach compote, which is kind of like a peach jelly with big chunks of peaches in it, spread between two pancakes and then a little more on top with whipped cream on top of that. And it was so peachy and so good. It was a decadent breakfast. It was almost like a dessert. And I loved it. And, as you might expect, a place called the Strawberry Patch had strawberry pancakes, too. Very, very similar to the peach ones. Kind of a strawberry compote between a couple of pancakes, whipped cream on top. Oh, so good. So good. One of the other things they had at the Strawberry Patch, which was kind of like a breakfast appetizer, was orange juice served in a martini glass, but with sliced bananas in it. I don't know why that was such a delicious little appetizer type thing. But one of the things that I look forward to most going to the strawberry patch was this stupid little appetizer. Orange juice with sliced bananas. It may not sound good, but let me tell you, it was delicious. So over the years, I've discovered all different kinds of breakfast things. I've tried all different kinds of breakfast things. I've tried the good stuff, the fancy stuff at restaurants, at diners. I've had croissants for breakfast, which are good. I like croissants. Bagels are better, in my opinion. I like a good bagel. To me, even a bad bagel is better than a good croissant, but that's just me. I mentioned that I baked muffins when I was in high school. I like a good muffin for breakfast, but sometimes those giant muffins you get at the supermarket, they're just too much. I don't need a huge muffin as big as my head to eat for breakfast. Just a little muffin is enough. A little muffin, a little yogurt, a little cup of coffee, boom, that's more than enough. But some of these muffins that you see these days, they're basically unfrosted cupcakes, aren't they? I mean, what's the difference between a big old muffin and a big old cupcake, except for the frosting? These days, I don't think there is any. I mean, at least a donut for breakfast. The donut is being honest. The donut is telling you, hey, I'm a fried cake. I got sprinkles, I got icing, and I'm sweet. There's nothing guilt-free about me. Like, Dunkin' Donuts isn't trying to pass off a brand donut as something healthy. They don't even have a brand donut. But you can go find a brand muffin 
The bran muffin might have 500 calories in it, but it says bran on it, so it seems healthier. You go to Dunkin' Donuts, you get a donut, you know you're not getting anything super healthy. It's a donut. Which, by the way, a donut has its place as a breakfast food. I love a good donut. Dunkin' doesn't have good donuts anymore, in my opinion. No disrespect intended, Dunkin'. This is purely subjective. Dunkin' used to have much better donuts than they do now. They used to taste homemade. These days they taste processed. I'm just saying. Krispy Kreme, much better donut. But yeah, I don't mind a good donut, but donuts are not in my top 10 breakfast foods. I mean, I'll eat a donut, but a donut is not the be-all and end-all for me. Same thing with a cinnamon roll. I like a good cinnamon roll. I make cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls for breakfast are delicious, but you do have to be in the mood for them. They can be overly sweet, depending on whose cinnamon roll you're getting. Mine are a little overly sweet, but they're delicious. I've had Pop-Tarts for breakfast. Pop-Tarts are good because you can take them with you. You don't need to toast them. You can eat them right out of the pack. They're a great to-go food. I've always liked Pop-Tarts. I was just the strawberry guy. I don't need all the frostings. I don't need all the sprinkles. A nice strawberry Pop-Tart. I'm fine. Now, I have tried a lot of the different flavors. Peanut butter and jelly was a good Pop-Tart. That was one of those specialty flavors they had out for a very brief period of time. And of course, I tried it. I mean, it's peanut butter and jelly. How can you not? But Pop-Tarts I always liked. I've had toaster strudels too. That's a good breakfast food. They introduced toaster strudels as kind of an answer to Pop-Tarts. Supposedly much better. And I guess it is, depending on what you like for breakfast. But the toaster strudel is not a mobile breakfast. You have to sit down and eat a toaster strudel with a knife and fork. I mean, you can pick it up and eat it with your hands. It's just more difficult and more messy. A Pop-Tart, you can grab the package, go get in your car, and get going to work. That's why I always like the Pop-Tart. Better choice. Toaster strudel, not bad. Pop-Tart, better choice. I've also tried all of the fast food breakfasts. I like the fast food breakfasts. The Egg McMuffin is great. McDonald's really hit it out of the ballpark with that one. The Egg McMuffin is one of the best breakfast sandwiches there is. It's not the best, we'll get to that. But the Egg McMuffin is a great breakfast sandwich. I actually prefer the Sausage McMuffin with egg. I mean, if I'm going to McDonald's and I'm going to get a McDonald's breakfast sandwich, I'll take an Egg McMuffin if I have to. But I prefer the Sausage McMuffin with egg. You get your sausage patty, you get your cheese, you get your egg, all on a nice English muffin. To me, a better sandwich. But I prefer the sausage to the Canadian bacon that they use. Canadian bacon, okay. Sausage patty, better. All right, so I promised you my top 10 breakfast foods. I don't know if these are the top 10 breakfast foods, if they're the top 10 breakfast meals, if they're the top 10 things I like to eat at breakfast. I don't know what we're going to call this. It's just my top 10 breakfast list. So here we go. Number 10 is French toast. I mentioned French toast. It's not my favorite. It's not my least favorite. I like French toast. I like French toast more than I like just a bagel. I like French toast more than I like just a muffin. If you're going to give me French toast, I'll take it. Now, I make French toast kind of like Gordon Ramsay. He has a French toast recipe that calls for cinnamon and sugar. He uses egg and milk. I actually use egg and half and half. I also add a little vanilla. And if you do that as your dip for your slightly stale bread, you make an awesome French toast. I mean, I've had good French toast at diners and at Denny's and at various places, and it's good. It's not quite as good as mine, but I like French toast, and it's number 10 on my list. Number 9 on my list, breakfast sausage. Breakfast sausage is different from Italian sausage. It's different from the sausage you cook on the grill. It's different from bratwurst. I'm not sure what the seasoning combo is that makes breakfast sausage breakfast sausage but I love breakfast sausage. I actually prefer the links to the patties. Some people prefer the patties to the links. I like to say that the links taste better than the patties, but it's the same thing, so it's just my imagination working. But breakfast sausage with eggs? Oh, breakfast sausage is one of my favorite things about breakfast and to eat in general. 
Yeah, I love sausage. Number eight on my list, hash browns. But you know what? I'm going to include home fries because it's the potatoes for breakfast. Hash browns and home fries are very, very different, but they serve the same purpose at breakfast. They're the perfect side to your eggs and your sausage. Now, hash browns is where you take your potatoes. Usually it's baked potatoes that are left over that you shred and then you fry. You can fry them in a frying pan. Some people make patties out of them. I don't tend to make patties out of shredded potatoes. I just fry the shreds. Is that what they're called, the shreds? The pieces of potato. I just fry them. But you can get the patties and do it that way too. Some people take a patty and deep fry it. You can do that too. A little greasier. Home fries, meanwhile, are potatoes that are cut up into big chunks. And then you cut it up with onions or peppers or both. And you fry that up in the pan. You fry it till it's crispy brown. And that you use as a side to your eggs and your sausage. Either way, I love hash browns. I love home fries. They're perfect for breakfast. I mean, I'll eat them other times, but a plate with sausage, toast, eggs, and hash browns? Oh, perfect breakfast. I just mentioned it. Toast is number seven on the list. How can you have breakfast without toast? It doesn't matter what kind of toast. It could be white toast, wheat toast, rye toast, pumpernickel toast. I don't know what it is about toast that makes it the perfect accompaniment to breakfast, but it is. A little toasted bread, a little butter on that, put a little forkful of egg on the piece of toast. So good. Stepping aside from the plate, number six on my list is cereal. No specific kind of cereal. I mean, there are cereals that I like better than others. But if I have to pick a breakfast food, cereal is always in my top ten, and it's number six on today's list. I like whatever cereal there is, probably because I grew up with it, but I like Raisin Bran. I like Frosted Flakes. I like Captain Crunch. I like Life Cereal. I could go on and on. Whatever the cereal, I'll eat the cereal. I like cereal. I eat cereal for breakfast. I eat it for snacks. I'll eat it for dinner. Cereal is great. Very versatile. Can eat it anytime, anywhere. Okay, number five on my list, waffles. Oh, waffles are good. Waffles and pancakes are kind of interchangeable. Today, I like pancakes a little better, so they're a little higher on the list. Waffles fall in at number five. Waffle dough is a little heavier. You get to use the waffle iron. You get to have those little nooks where the butter and the syrup accumulate. You can serve waffles with ice cream. You can serve waffles with berries. Waffles are good. I like a good waffle. Number four on the list, bacon. What more do I need to say than that? (laughs) Bacon. I mean, you either love bacon or you hate bacon. Although, how can you hate bacon? Bacon is so good. The taste of the bacon, the smell of the bacon cooking, the crunch, the greasiness, the flavor. Oh, bacon is so good. Bacon and eggs, BLT sandwich, bacon on a hamburger. Bacon so versatile and so tasty, but especially so at breakfast. Number three on the list is pancakes. See, pancakes often fall further down on the list for me. Waffles often come in at the third slot. Pancakes come in at five or six. But today I'm feeling the pancakes. Today I'm feeling the blueberry pancakes, the chocolate chip pancakes, the trail mix pancakes. Boy, I love a good pancake. It's so filling, so delicious, so easy to make. I love a good pancake. Number two on the list, eggs. Of course, eggs are on the list. Now, eggs are so versatile. You could just have scrambled eggs, throw some shredded cheddar in there. Scrambled eggs, cheddar cheese, little sausage, little toast. Got some potatoes, have some hash browns with it. Perfect meal. But even if you don't have any of those sides, give me some scrambled eggs. Sprinkle in a little cheese. It's so good. Oh, you want to get fancy with your eggs? Okay, how about an omelet? Oh, there's a special cooking technique to make an omelet work right. But boy, if you get that technique down right. Oh, a perfect omelet. Some cheddar cheese in there. Some broccoli in there. 
put some sun-dried tomatoes in there, maybe some spinach. You could do so much with an omelet. And there is a difference between scrambled eggs and an omelet. Scrambled eggs, you just put the eggs in the pan and just keep moving them around until they're done. An omelet, you have to get just right. You have to let it sit. You have to let it firm up. Then you have to get the flip right. And you got to make sure the inside is cooked and the outside is not burned. Oh, there's some technique involved. But if you get it right, oh, a good omelet is so good. And you can do an omelet with anything in it. That's the beauty of an omelet. You can put it with all of the sides that I just mentioned or just serve it by itself. And it's super filling just the way it is. Yeah, an omelet is good. Number one on the perfect breakfast food for me is a sandwich. It's a combination. It includes ingredients that I've mentioned. It includes some that I haven't mentioned. It's the quintessential New Jersey breakfast sandwich. You don't get it anywhere else because they don't have it anywhere else. The number one breakfast for me is a Taylor ham and egg sandwich on a hard roll. Now, Taylor ham, also known as pork roll in New Jersey, is a unique breakfast meat. It's basically only available in New Jersey. Taylor ham is kind of like Canadian bacon. It's a sliced meat. I've never looked into exactly what it's made of, but they call it Taylor ham. They also call it pork roll. You slice it about as thin as a slice of bologna. You put that on the grill. You fry up both sides. You take an egg. You fry the egg up. Doesn't matter if it's sunny side up or once over easy. You fry the egg up. You take a hard roll. You slice the hard roll open. You put your Taylor ham on it. You put your egg on it. If you're in the mood for cheese, you can throw that on there too. But it doesn't need the cheese. Taylor ham and egg on a hard roll is absolutely perfect. And the best place to get it from is from some food truck in the back of an industrial complex or at an auction or anywhere you can find a food truck serving Taylor ham and egg. You can get it at bagel shops. It's just as good there. You could get it at diners. It's just as good there. But there's something about eating a Taylor ham and egg outside at an auction, at a garage sale, at a fair, or on your break from work that's just heaven. Something about eating a Taylor ham and egg under a blue spring sky, the breeze blowing, the smell of the food truck grill going in your nostrils, the taste of that Taylor ham and that egg. Oh, it doesn't get any better than that. And yes, you're going to have to come to New Jersey to try it, but I highly recommend it. Yeah, you can come to New York and go visit the Statue of Liberty. You can go see Rockefeller Center. You can see Times Square. But make sure you get to a New Jersey diner and order Taylor ham and egg. You won't be disappointed. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm hungry now. I'm going to have to go get something to eat. Unfortunately, there's no food trucks nearby, so I don't think I'm getting Taylor ham and egg. But maybe a nice omelet with sausage on the side. Or maybe a nice sausage omelet. Something. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of things. As always, I can't thank you enough for your support and for all the time you spend here. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves. And I'll see you when I see you.